0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this week's Legionnaire podcast episode. We have a special guest. If you are watching, you you guys should be watching us on Spotify if you can. Uh, Drew has returned, and so has Will. Will has returned. But Will's been here,
1: but he hasn't been here. It's weird. Yeah, I have been gone for like the last month since like June 1st. I'm back finally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yay. Yay, happy times. Yeah,
0: um, we're going to be talking about The Flash this week. We were actually just talking about right before we started. Like this movie was, this movie was. So let's like... give non-spoiler thoughts before we actually dive into like,
1: Yeah, what we. Spoiler free.
2: Yeah. Uh, who, who would like to start? Should I start? Well, the oh,
1: elephant yeah. in the room, the VFX are obviously not as good as they should have oh, been. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. So, but here's the thing. Like non again on the non-spoiler side, we'll probably deep dive this later. Was some of that by design? Was some of it not? Like I, I legitimate I couldn't tell. I there were moments where I went, What is happening? Like why <laughs> like why like why does it look like is it supposed to look like this? So it was. I, I cannot say I cannot say that I was not entertained. I was entertained from start to finish personally wasn't bored but i oh boy (laughs) that was uh, a very interesting movie very interesting superhero movie
1: well one of the producers said they were like the vfx look goofy because it's we're supposed to see it how the flash sees it when he's running super fast like that's how it looks and i'm like okay kind of but then i was just reading before we hit record um One of the VFX artists who worked on the movie, he came out and said, he was like, if the VFX in this movie looked like they were made in a week, it's because they were. (laughs) And hold on, I want to keep talking about visual effects just for one second and like go over to the, across the spider verse. So the across,
2: sorry, I, I didn't, they did all that in one week
1: with some of the shots. Yeah. They had only a week to do because oh. so I, i'm <laughs> okay. gonna break down i've been like going into vfx rabbit holes lately um the vfx artists back when like it was a thing in like the 90s they there was only like a select group of people that could do it and they're like oh we don't need to be unionized this is fine like we can definitely do this stuff easy peasy well 30 years later anybody can do vfx now like at their own house they it's like pretty simple so they're not unionized workers so they're not able to stand up for themselves like at all. Whenever they need to like get paid like fairly, so across the Spider Verse, all of the animators for that movie and the VFX, they were like the artists who came out for that movie. They were saying that um, they were being worked eleven hours a day, seven hours a week, and they said that they needed um, eleven hours like...
2: a day, seven days a week.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. What did I, I said seven hours? A week yeah. or something. No, yeah, you good seven hours a week, eleven days a week, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But no, one of the VFX artists for Across the Spider Verse, then he he said how they were being worked like dogs. And then Amy Pascal, the producer for the movie Across the Spider Verse, she came out and said, and I quote, "Welcome to making a movie."
0: Oh, that's tough. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh gosh. No. I mean, way to read the room, Amy. You really did it. it
2: that's also that not been the mo for much of the standard in hollywood for a long time is just like that isn't that how all producers kind of see it is just like hey like this is a grind um yeah you this is what you signed up for i yeah so oof Hey, I didn't know that. Spider-Verse is great, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> Spider-Verse is... is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Phenomenal movie. Uh, uh, very much enjoyed that, uh, but I digress. Uh, that sucks for the animators. It sucks that they can't stick up for themselves. It- it's crazy that you're talking about this because the movie ended and, and Chloe has this rule. Chloe will not leave until, it- post credit scene or not, we stay for the entire credits. That's just Chloe's wow. thing. A we purist. We don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't leave. We stay for the, bo- below the line, people. We hang out. Watching the credits. The V. I was going to say the same thing. We're like 250 people. <laughs> <laughs> it was so many names. And I just, I got, we, we were walking to the parking lot. We we're walking to the car and I just looked at Chloe. We're going through Jurassic Parking at Universal Studios. And I'm just like. how is there that many? And it ended up looking like that. I, so it made me wonder though, but I, I legitimately wonder, was was some of it by design, was it meant to be a little cartoony? Because I, yeah. I felt like with the music, it felt at times cartoony. I felt like with some of the performances, it was cartoony. So I don't know. I, there was some, some some internal debate with me about whether or not that was an artistic creative choice. By warners for this this particular film um i, I don't think... know if it played um when, when can we get into the spoiler
0: stuff <laughs>
2: I, I just want to know i don't want to start going because
0: too hard well else. i mean i mean like the plot itself like i thought it was it was fun it was the third act definitely collapses um but I enjoyed – I okay, I might be in the minority here, but I actually liked um, the interactions between the older Barry and the younger Barry. I'm not going like, to get into specifics. I enjoyed that.
2: Uh, that's what's – okay. It's what's so trippy about the movie though is because it's, it has moments. Like there's legitimate moments where you're like, oh my god. i'm gonna cry and then there's moments where like dude there were moments dude where i was gut laughing legitimately like belly laughing (laughs) like (laughs) but it's all over the place it's it's a a total hodgepodge it's got these crazy highs and these weird lows I, i it was it was hard for me to digest um no i i i don't think you are in the minority is that what's going around the internet right now i have no idea are people saying they didn't like the interactions between the two uh,
1: it's I a mixed think people... bag right now yeah really? because yeah before when the when the movie came out and it was screened to the press everything that was going on was like this is the best superhero movie ever made and then tom cruise you know. came out and said tom cruise was like this is why we need cinema i and I'm know like,
2: Everybody so, in the town is talking about it.
1: I know, and I'm like, all right, let's pump the brakes. I'm in. I think I'm in the minority. Yeah, I didn't effing like this movie at all that much. I think hey. I only like 30% yeah. of this movie. And I, I, I...
2: I, but to Cal's credit, I did think the stronger part of the movie was those interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and. Um, it it, it's so much more what's interesting about it is is i said this to chloe it's i liked that it was more comp oh can i get into spoiler stuff am i allowed to can we when do we want to do that sorry we can jump in here yeah yeah go see the movie um yeah go see it it's interesting you should go see it i personally think everybody should see it because i think it's entertaining and i think it's different um, it's a different take on alternate timelines and multiverses. Um, yeah, definitely go see it. It's a good summer movie. It's a good superhero movie. Um, I do think well, I it's really entertaining, but it's entertaining. It's an entertaining superhero movie. I don't know if it's good. I really don't know if it's good. I don't even know if it's bad. I really don't know what it is. But I think <laughs> it's better than Ant Man three. Yeah, I, I really can't. I mean, yeah. I I will say I I was more entertained with this than much of what I've seen out of Marvel recently. So. Take that I can't disagree. Will. I, was, I was not bored with this, this movie. So definitely go see it. So non-spoiler stuff into spoiler stuff. I liked that it was so much more complex than just old Barry and young Barry. It was two completely different berries because one Barry had his mom. And because he had his mom, he was a total idiot. Yes. He was a total idiot he was squandering like all of his opportunity and his potential and he was this obnoxious D-bag and so um, I really appreciated that and I thought Ezra Miller killed it I thought they absolutely killed it uh, that's just my personal opinion there were parts of the performance that I felt like was probably more writing direction where maybe some moments didn't land ultimately though two completely different characters very good performances I thought the interactions between each other Cal 100% were were. If, if you take the movie at its hole that was probably the strongest element um I, I, I and dude he made me they made me laugh so hard when he when they put the ring on and they do the lord <laughs> of the rings bit
1: yeah oh man <laughs> yeah. dude
2: chloe had to like touch me she was like you got it because I I was laughing really hard Um, no I I thought that that part was really really strong Um, but I I was really maybe I'm just old I was really confused about Michael Keaton's Batman like what so is it that because Barry went back and changed this event the timeline skewed and as it skewed, it, it sort of drifted into other timelines, grabbing different versions of different characters. Because I couldn't tell if we were in Tim Burton's Batman universe. Or no. Or if like we just pulled him from that universe because of the event. It was It was really hard for me to figure out what exactly that Bruce Wayne was. And I couldn't really get into who exactly he was supposed to be.
1: Yeah, um, he, I think it was, it's, I know it's not Tim Burton's Batman that it was like, that's, he, he was sort of his own separate Batman for that universe, but it was just Barry changing his mom staying alive Dang. screwed up the past even more somehow. Well, they, it's
2: so confusing because they use the Burton theme and the Burton suits and the aesthetics. So that's why I, it was just confusing for me. I had a hard time. Yeah, I had a hard time getting over that in the moment. I thought Keaton killed it. Yeah. I, I think he, he. I thought he killed it. It just was hard for me to figure out. I was like, okay, so. They're on the same timeline it's just a different timeline and this Bruce Wayne happens to be older but it's Tim Burton like I don't know it would it, that element confused me
0: I think it was um it's like the 89 universe but since after you described like you kind of like you change the past and the present and the future so like it's 89s mixed with like the Snyderverse got it
1: Huh. I think that's what it was um I've kind of just accepted like you can't really overthink some of these too much because yeah. it's I don't even really think even the directors and like the writers are like ah, no, it, just kind of let it do so. it.
2: What, yeah, I think the only the only reason why I personally am fixating on it and why you're probably a hundred percent right, Will, is that if you just want <laughs> to, if you want to enjoy this for what it is, you just need to get over it. But and maybe it's also because I'm, I'm gonna admit. I'm not the greatest guest, did do my homework, still have not watched much of the Snyderverse stuff. They have not watched <laughs> Justice League, they have not watched um, – I, I did see Aquaman. Um, actually, I actually have see seen Aquaman. I did see a couple episodes of Peacemaker, I saw Suicide Squad. But it, it, either way, um, I I don't really – I saw Batman versus Superman, I didn't love it. I don't have a strong connection to the characters of this universe. So he was the only person that I was, I guess, trying to connect with. Cause it's like, that's like the, my first Batman, like it was him. Mm-hmm. And then it was Val Kilmer, you know? And, um, I, because I couldn't really land on exactly who he was supposed to be. Um, it was hard for me to get over
1: it, um, but I think I think that's part of why the movie is like sort of because it's the the Flash is bombing at the box office right now. Unfortunately, yeah, I heard because they had plans allegedly to do a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton if this movie was a success. Not gonna happen anymore.
2: Whoa. Well, that's mean. I've oh man, because I'd go see that in a heartbeat. I, but also, I again, how would that work though with this Batman? Like, are you then are you just gonna reset again and be like different universe, different Batman, different Bruce Wayne, played by Michael Keat?
0: I bet they could have done it as an Elseworlds property under the new DCU because like the Batman is an Elseworlds worlds property. Well, I think just do it anyways, yeah. I don't, having do it anyways i'd go see that a bunch
2: a bunch of us would go uh, uh, everybody your generation my generation that grew up on batman beyond we would all go see that we'd all go see that in a heartbeat
0: yeah i can see that but i can also understand the studio not wanting to do that because they're all they're having batman the brave and the bold which the guy well uh, um andy muschietti who directed this is doing that um,
2: and
0: then I liked what he did. I mean, hey, I I didn't mind what he did with Batman. Because um, oh, here's think, what I'll say.
1: The Batman scenes in this movie, Ben Affleck, Michael yeah, Keaton, Ben
0: Affleck kills
1: it. Like, I love the Batman stuff in this. I have no complaints whatsoever. I love the Ben Affleck action scenes and I love the Michael Keaton action scenes. They're great. I didn't like Ben Affleck's suit. That looked yes. goofy. Yeah. That, that looked like just like a target ripoff suit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think, um, yeah, I don't think they want to do three Batman at once. I think two is going to be a stretch with Robert Pattinson and whoever they cast for The Brave and the Bold. Um, I think throwing Michael Keaton in there as well, I could definitely see the confusion. So
2: you make a Batman Beyond movie, you animate it in the style of Spider-Verse animation. Problem solved.
1: I'd have zero issues with that.
0: I would go see that. I got you guys. Uh-huh. I think
1: I think that would work really well too honestly because like the animation looks can look so futuristic like in the way that you do it and that's where like Batman Beyond takes place is like way in the future. We were actually just talking about this before you got on. Um we were saying like I if
0: Christopher Nolan ever came back to do another Batman movie but they did a Batman Beyond with Christian Bale. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> My
2: gosh, that I um would... you would also and this would be a stipulation for me, you would need to get um, Hans Zimmer to do the score. you, you, he you definitely need. He would have to. Or like him and Trent Reznor. Yeah. Get some of that synth action in there. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, the doo do do that does uh, Spider-Verse, Daniel Pemberton. That guy kills it.
1: Mm-hmm. That whole crew over there kills it.
2: Um, so... Was anybody at the very beginning just completely weirded out by the babies? I would just, uh, was just oh. was so uncomfortable by the babies thing. The whole thing, I was just wildly uncomfortable. I was like, what is happening? Why is Flash having to save these babies from just mortal death? This yeah. is so bad. And I'm that glad wild. that he did. But just the imagery that they were using. Yeah. And, and then, like again, on top of that, Was it a creative choice to make the animation like cartoony with the therapy dog and and like?
1: I don't think I don't know. Is that
2: like the Flash? See, that's the other thing. It's like I'm not familiar stylistically with the character of the universe, so I don't know if that is the intended effect.
0: You know what Mm -hmm. I'm
1: saying? Yeah, I feel like it's just the studio because they were saying how it's how the Flash sees it, but I feel like that's just a cop out to be like we ran out of money and we ran out of time to finish this up. Like that's how I view it personally, but I could see where it's like, they chose to do it because he's moving so fast or like time is like not normal. I will say one of the things that I was a big fan was his like little calorie counter to like for his energy. I thought that that was a really unique take. I was like, "I like
2: I like character bits and I like physical comedy and I like stuff like, so like that he was always eating all the time. Like, um, Brad Pitt is always eating in, like, the Oceans movies and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. cool little bits like that.
0: I like how it messed with his, or not messed, but, like, it impacted his ability and the speed force. Because, like, when he was hungry, like, it moving faster. But then he ate all his things, and he sees his speed up, or, like, he sees his calorie count at the top. And then everything slows down more. It's yeah. And it makes, like, that makes, like, the logical physical sense. So like, oh, he's full now. He has more energy. He can run faster. So everything's going to move slower in in i guess in the Snyderverse, how old is is
2: barry when we meet him and how long has he been the flash
1: well they added more to it because apparently he was in this movie adds him to man of steel so yeah. i think he would have been around like 20 Around Man of Steel, so I so think he's around added like 28 that Man now. Of
2: Steel thing at the last second.
1: Yeah, that was in this movie. He was never in the Man of Steel movie, so um, but they put like, him in
0: the canon of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he's in the canon of the Man of Steel in the original timeline, I should say, before it gets reset. Um, but I think he would be around like he should be around like 28 technically. Then if he was I in think Man this of Steel, movie is 30. okay. Yeah, he's like he's like 28 30 years old but the one thing i will say is i'm i'm a big fan that because this is the end of the snyderverse i will say i'm glad that it started with man of steel and it ends with man of steel sort of as well where it's sort of like you still have like that general zod where it's like that's the beginning point of when like the superhero universe kicks off and then the general zod stuff is how it ends as well i'm a fan that like that's sort of the arc michael shannon Oh, he just cashed his check and was like, I'm here for three seconds. Peace out. See ya.
2: Yeah, dude. Like, no. Like, I was like, why would he agree to do this? And then he did it. And and I saw that you see the, like how much he's in it and what he does. And you're just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) he's
1: got to go in, suit up and hang out for a little bit. Thanks. I have a hard time believing that a lot of the actors were like with one another, though, for a lot of the filming, because there was like the third act gets like really jarring with like just the backdrops that they have and like the where that where characters are. I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Even parts. I don't know how you guys felt, but like when it was both Barry's were facing the camera. I was sitting there, I'm like, oof, I can tell that one of these is not the re- the right one and they just pasted a face over. Chloe
2: said that, Chloe, Chloe yeah. said that 100% that she could tell. And I I was yeah. like, I guess maybe I wasn't paying attention as much as I, I should have been, but Chloe could 100% see it.
1: But yeah. I will say though, I th- there's a couple things that I love in the movie and I'd love like the Barry on Barry interaction, but I think the thing I liked the most was the villain. Like I'll say reverse flash in quotes, but I really liked that. It was that past Barry or the, Mm. yeah, the past Barry. And like, he was the one that created all of this. Then that happened. I really liked that dynamic and they Mm. didn't go the route of like, Oh, it's Eobard Thawne, the reverse flash. It's actually Barry Allen. Again, that's the villain of this. I thought that that was a, it was a unique take that, they've never usually done before so i think it adds more depth to it
2: yeah i mean there's definitely moments and just like him uh the, the final moment with his mom like that's huge he kills mm-hmm. that um yeah i don't know it's just such a strange movie um you, <sighs> you would think foundationally everything is there and it would be this massive hit, you know. Um, the cameos at the end are cool. Um, uh, I
1: ooh, okay, okay. So there's one that I think was kind of mad yeah. and there's one that I despised. Which one do you think was the one that I despised? Reeve. Yes, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. I was I like, that. this is classless. This is just, yeah, just cheap.
0: That. Yeah. pulling dead guys out and yeah like claymationing them together Not
1: the nick idea. cage one though i yeah. didn't i didn't mind but here's what i'll say i am livid because i was gone when the week i was gone when this movie came out i it was wednesday this last week i was on instagram i was still in iceland and instagram like i don't follow any spoiler accounts but i follow the official dc instagram page they posted nick cage's superman following his appearance in the flash i'm like what the fuck dc why would you do that why would you like the movie hasn't even been out for a week and you posted nick cage so like going into this movie he was the only one that i knew that was coming in i thought he looked desperate they were desperate
2: they wanted people to go they were so desperate like crap final one the final cameo the final button was great i thought that landed
1: what did you think of Uh, clooney
2: I loved it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I, I thought it was very self aware. And um, I think it just, for me, it just added to the chaos of the movie. Like, it just was like, yeah, that, that makes There you that go. Makes sense.
1: Well, so here's what I want to say. And I was talking to Cal about this too. This is the reason why I just can't get over this movie. And this is why I hate it. Because the whole movie, like, it goes on. We're. It starts with Ben Affleck's Batman, and he's like, if you change something, like, it's never going to be the same again. Or, like, he's telling him that you can't, even though you have the power to do it, you shouldn't be doing that. So this whole movie follows Barry, going on his character arc, and, like, he changes it where he saves his mom, but then he's discovering this is completely worse than how things were before and how things had started out. And he understands that by the time, then, when, like, he's telling his past self or the alternate timeline Barry, like... You can't be doing the same, or You have to stop. And it's like, wow, this is a great character. This is a great character moment. And then when Barry's back to see his mom in the past to uh, prevent the can of soup, he puts the can of soup on the top shelf. Can and I'm sitting there. Can of tomatoes. I'm sitting there and I'm like, you didn't learn a single thing throughout this entire movie. You know that your dad can't look up at the security camera to like justify his innocence. He has to stay looking down or else you're gonna screw up the timeline again. No, he puts the can of tomatoes back on the top shelf so his dad looks at him like you just screwed it up again. Like, did you not learn a single thing this entire movie? I that it just drives me up all nobody's talking about this. I don't understand it. He he just did the same mistake again. I'm like, you but, know that it's oh
2: I'm done. But it sounds like nobody's talking about it because nobody cares. And I think I read an article and it actually made a lot of sense. It was like the average person, like not nerds like us that love this stuff and (laughs) love debating it and consuming it and talking about it. um, The average person isn't really going to devote two hours of their life to an extended universe that has no future. And I think that the universe just sort of put this little button on the end of it like, well, it doesn't really matter here anyway. So this is what he's gonna do.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna save
2: his dad. Uh, he can't save <sighs> his mom, but he's gonna get his dad back from jail because dad's not a murderer. Um,
1: That's an interesting. And then tape. he gets
2: bat. And then he gets bat nipples, Clooney, and <laughs> it, <laughs> it all offsets. Um, I felt like a, a buddy of mine hit me up, and he was like, "It tried." He was like, "I felt like they were trying really hard to." To go no way home with it. To really hit that nostalgia button with people. And it, it didn't quite land. Mm-hmm. Again. It was hard for me to figure out. Who the heck that Michael Keaton Batman was. It's not that I didn't enjoy the performance. It's not that I didn't think he killed it. It's not that I didn't think he was a total badass. It's just I could not. For the life of me figure out. Mm-hmm. Who he was. And why the hell he kept wearing that ascot. I was like bro. Why do you keep wearing that thing? Every scene I was like dude take that off man like, are you, like who are you like, I, I can't be that comfortable like what are you doing
1: that i couldn't get over his line again where he's like you want to get nuts let's get nuts i was like yeah. dude you could have put some more oomph into that delivery yeah. there like that was like the I, one line where i was like come on man everything else so, dude i was eating it up when he was in russia and he dropped out of the plane they're playing i was eating that shit up. i was like this is so good yeah. right now
0: when his like so, theme plays and he's diving and you see the thi- like the, the bat playing oh it's my
2: amazing. god and i guess that's what was so frustrating is i um I was like, well, if it, he Burton's Batman, because like honestly, from the trailer, what I thought was going to happen was Flash was going to go to an alternate universe to seek the help of a different Bruce Wayne. That he was going to go to the Burton Batman universe, the eighty what what do they call it? Batman eighty nine verse is that yeah. what It is. So I thought he was going to go there and seek the, the help and maybe grab him and take him or whatever to. His universe, because I thought Batfleck was gonna die. That's what I thought was gonna happen.
1: Oh, okay. Because
2: uh, I knew, I knew it sounded like Ben Affleck was pretty definitively like, yeah, I'm not gonna play Batman anymore. I don't want to play him anymore. <sighs> I,
1: he bums me he out.
2: Basically, he, I, he. That's what he said in the Smartless podcast. He basically was like. It sucks, man. I finally figured out how to play him and 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 and, and he's right. He did figure it out. Like this last movie, he, he I think he found his own Bruce Wayne, his own Batman and I think he he nailed it. But um no, he basically just said it it sucks that I finally figured out how to do it and now I'm, I'm done. Um but I that's what I thought was going to happen. So like you have all of this nostalgia and yet like I can't I don't know if he's actually Burton's batman so i don't know yeah, yeah i think
1: it's kind of like lackluster in like their explanations with things i that's yeah. where i just feel like a lot of like the stuff was just cheap and they were just like doing it just so people were like actually like oh look at this look at this we're like unlike doctor strange 2 spoilers i guess if you haven't seen doctor strange 2 it was like yeah. they didn't need to go super far into it for like us to understand like when they bring back um patrick stewart or they bring in like john krasinski or, like, anyone else, like, in well, the... we're invested
2: in those those characters, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, we identify with them. It, I couldn't completely identify with this, this Batman because I couldn't figure out who he was supposed to be exactly. So, um, because nobody else, in my opinion, in that universe was acting like anybody from that 89 Batman universe. Yeah. Yeah. So...
1: I see what you're getting at there.
2: So I yeah. don't know. It was just hard for me to 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 get into that and figure.
1: That there was out. there was one thing that I didn't like with Ben Affleck in this movie though, and that was when Wonder Woman showed up. Dude. She got a great score, but like they they went back to the bit of like lasso of truth. Oh, you're so beautiful. I'm like, we're doing this again. Like I don't I don't like that bit anymore. They've already done it like three times, and I just like. It just feels so weird that they're like sitting there and like hearing Ben Affleck go like, Oh my gosh, I'm so attracted to you right now. I'm like, Alright, buddy, pump the brakes over there. <laughs> are they are they doing a Wonder Woman three? No. No. She's okay. everybody I think I didn't see the second is, one. I only saw it to watch Pedro Pascal, so yeah, I I I, I did good things. I don't think anybody is coming back from... Well, uh, well, okay. This is where we have issues with James Gunn now because he's picking and choosing what's coming over to his new DC universe now.
2: Well, yeah. uh, Chloe was telling me that Blue Beetle is going to be the
0: official start. The character is a DCU character, but it's not a DCU movie. It doesn't make any sense. He said that on the Michael Rosenbaum podcast. I actually listened to all of that. Um so is but then, not, or it is. It's a the character is, but the movie isn't. It doesn't make sense because then at the the mid-credit scene, the only post-credit scene in the Flash when he's like, "In every universe, you're always Arthur Curry, but the Batman look different." So like Jason Momoa is still Aquaman, but he's I think everybody thinks he's playing Lobo as well. Um I think it's a crime if he doesn't play Lobo. Um I would rather see a more comic accurate um, Aquaman than Jason Momoa's in James Gunn's universe. I don't want to see him. I want to see him as Lobo. I don't want to see him as Aquaman anymore. I know everybody loves him as Aquaman, but I'm indifferent on it.
2: I I, I think it's fine. It's just it, I don't know what it is. There's something about uh, this DC universe, the Snyderverse, I guess you would call it, where I just have had a tough time completely buying in and investing in. In all the characters. Um, and it just sort of feels like since it started, um, it always was just sort of one step behind Marvel. And mm-hmm. it seemed like anytime they tried to get something going, um, there wasn't a lot of creative trust in the people they hired. It seemed like a lot of studio meddling, and changing, and tinkering. Um, mm hmm. I I gotta say, initially when I was hearing about Batgirl, I was like, well, yeah, they probably shouldn't release it. And now after seeing Flash, I'm like, well, what the heck? Why not release it? Just
1: I want to see Max. it just to see Michael Keaton in the movie. You know, well, Michael yeah, Keaton wh- was supposed like, to be in not? it. Like,
2: it, c- if it, it cannot be any, can it be?
0: It can be worse. Much, much it could definitely worse. be worse. Okay, all right. It can. After seeing Ant Man three. If The Flash is, I would say, considerably better than Ant-Man 3, Batgirl can definitely be worse.
2: Could it be worse than Ant-Man
0: 3? No. Ant-Man 3 I is mean, bad. But I'm just saying, like, if there are tiers... Like, let's say, like, Ant-Man is, like, F-level Marvel. I would, Or, like, mo- suit comic book movies. I would put Ant-Man 3 on, like, F-level. Or D-level, the lowest level. Mm-hmm. I would put Flash
1: b c d c
0: something like that but like
1: it can still be worse than that here's what Got i'd it. say for batgirl is i would love to see, i'd love to see batman lore that's outside of batman i think that could be yeah. interesting like because we've never oh god if they made a nightwing movie i'd be all over that because dick grayson is like one of my favorite dc characters
2: he uh um, yeah. um batman's universe or i guess that uh, that part of the DC universe, I should say, is very rich and probably more than any other universe, I would say, um, in either Marvel or DC, uh, probably has the most to offer in terms of just branch off stories and standalone films on rogues gallery characters or obscure characters, elements to the city, the people, like... Um, I think the penguin is going to absolutely flex that to the oh, to the I'm, nth degree. I think that is going to be a uh, stellar series. And I'm so really gassed up. going to change the way people uh, look at superhero series. And I really hope what I hope the penguin does is I hope it pushes Marvel to be like, "You know what? We've introduced the multiverse. We need to just start making some standalone stuff." and just having fun with it and we can just i don't know what's wrong with telling isolated tales about your favorite heroes over the course of like a three or four episode arc
1: yeah that's what cal and i have been championing for in dc because if they if james gunn starts with this and he does his elseworld things like the batman matt reeve stuff he said that it's going to stay in its own place and it's not going to play into his stuff which i'm like good you could do more of that. Like, I don't need a whole connected universe. Honestly, Marvel like do that. Like, that's what I would enjoy. Just like start going off and doing other things where it's not like because if you look at the mc right now, it is cluttered right now. It is cluttered with stuff, and it's like I don't know how any of this is adding up. But yeah. I rewatched the Batman when I was flying back from Iceland, bro. I love that movie. Really? That movie's so good. I love it so much. That's oh, a good movie. But also, it's it's a oh yeah. Movie. And I think fun to look at. the The Penguins yeah. gonna be just like it too, which makes I me know. so gassed up.
2: I know, I'm so. Excited. It's like The
1: Sopranos in I the know. It's it's gonna be it's great, dope. but with James Gunn then as well. I like that the Matt Reeve stuff is more realistic and it's more grounded Batman, but with James Gunn's Batman: The Brave and the Bold, I am gassed up to see Batman doing some sh- shit that like you he wouldn't be able, be able to do in be... yeah. Like, this is, is going to be more it, comic uh,
2: accurate. Uh, is it going to be, like, an arcade-style Batman? Like...
1: It, it might be, but, like, I'm totally for that. Because in this movie, when, like, we're watching yeah. Ben Affleck, like, grapple onto, like, the back of a Humvee. And he's, like, sliding across a highway. I'm like, this is sick. I am 100% <laughs> on board with this. We had said, I Will have to call me when
0: he got out of the movie. And, like, we both said, I was like, did you feel the same way? Like, when I saw Ben Affleck at the beginning of the movie, I was like, damn, I want another Batman movie. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I don't know. I It just seems like... um just never got lucky with the script and, and obviously, mm. personal tragedy with a director. Like, it, that's not something you can prepare for. But,
1: yeah, I thought he killed it in Flash. He did. I, um... I liked him a lot in Zack Zack Snyder's Justice League, not Joss Whedon's Justice League, but yeah. Zack Snyder's. I really liked Ben Affleck in which, I just love Ben Affleck. One of these in days I'll health.
2: watch it. I'll sit down and watch. What is it? Four hours.
1: It is. It's a I'll it's a beefy one. They actually do have it in parts. It's like six parts. Six parts. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. It's which is good to get through, but um, I want to talk briefly because I have this pulled up. Um. Yeah. The production history of this movie because this movie guess when it was in production?
0: 2016. Flash?
1: Yeah. Uh
2: yeah, I'm gonna guess like twenty I'll guess twenty seventeen. Twenty fourteen. Oh my god. This movie so it's was changed announced a lot, I bet. I
1: bet it's changed a lot <sighs> of writers and just you wait. So Ezra Miller was announced to be at the Flashback in 2014 as well, so like he's been slated to play him. Which the whole controversy with Ezra Miller, like it's amazing that he was able to walk away scot free after everything he did. Where there's just a blatant video of him punching a woman,
0: yeah, like (laughs) Undertaker (laughs) choke slamming a woman in Iceland. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, I think Variety said they,
2: um, Variety was like Warner's had. Fair warning, because I think that video in twenty twenty where he, he was seen choking that woman in Iceland, they were they were seen choking uh, that woman in Iceland. Um, they were like four months away from shooting, so like that mm-hmm. happened, and they they could have looked at that and been like, "We got to make a switch," but they they stuck with Ezra
0: and. Uh, Not to mention the grooming allegations, like. Yeah. As a person, I—if everything comes to be true—I want nothing to do with it. Ezra Miller. Is a terrible human being. I mean, they—they uh, they
2: haven't had their day in court yet, right? Like that, they haven't had a trial or anything like that yet.
1: I don't even know if they're gonna go there. I, I think they might be able to get away without having to go because it's just. Really? Yeah, nothing was ever, like, confirmed. It was just allegations. Some people were saying that the news was making it up, so, like, it's kind of still up in the air, but I know a lot of studios were, news studios, I should say, were calling for uh, Ezra to be recast in this movie. I completely understand why they couldn't do that because this movie is, like, carried by him and he's in damn near every scene yeah, they, of the movie. They
2: do a good, they do a good job. They, they mm-hmm. do a really good job. I didn't
1: have a problem with their performance, but yeah, back to the production issues. Um, you know, the it's changed hands like 10 different times. James Wan, the guy who directed uh Aquaman, was supposed to do it, but this movie, The Flash, technically was supposed to start out being a sequel to Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern movie. Wow, Um, yeah, which is with that blast of the past, that's weird to think about. Um, but do you want to know, this is what threw me off and was crazy to me. After James Wan turned it down, this movie went over to Phil Lord and Chris Miller to direct.
0: Wow, they dropped that ball, letting them, those two walk.
1: These two walked, so then get a load of this. Guess which movie these two walked off to go do then?
2: Spider-Verse. I was going to say Lego movie.
1: Han Solo they left this movie to go do Han Solo just to get booted off of that movie then too.
2: <laughs> I wonder what it is. I wonder what happened. I wonder if we'll ever know what truly happened. I would love to know their side of it. You know what I'm saying? They probably signed NDAs and they probably never will talk about it, but I would love, I would love for them to tell us what happened with both the flash and then Han Solo. What happened mm-hmm. in that stretch? Cause it didn't, it didn't kill their careers. They're nope. killing it. They're they are absolutely killing it. I just want to know what happened. I just, I, I don't know, because it's clear they they still had a good relationship with Donald Glover. They do clearly. Clearly, Donald <laughs> Glover was digging the the vibe that they put were putting down for Lando. Um,
1: um the last one though that this passes off to, which. I don't know how familiar you are with Drew, with some directors. I know Cal will know this one right off the rip. But then after it went from uh, Lord Miller, it went to Rick Famiua.
0: Wow. I don't know who that is. I'm embarrassed. He, he's Cal. the executive producer on Mandalorian, season three. He, he did a bunch oh. of episodes in Mandalorian. He did the, the second episode of season one. Um, he did a I, lot of episodes I love that in season episode. three. All right. Yeah. He yeah.
1: He is. I just think it's nuts that, like, I mean, I'm not surprised because then when this stuff was coming out in Man of Steel and then su- the first Suicide Squad, then the Suicide Squad, then Justice League One and then Justice League Zack Snyder and then and then and then so much just happened where this movie, I'm not surprised, but this is just like the Batman movie where it's, stuck in production hell because the batman movie was supposed to come out that was supposed to be a ben affleck batman movie that was supposed to come out back in like 2017 2018 yeah it, and it was him versus deathstroke
2: it had, uh, yeah it
1: had uh, uh, um, a italian dude
2: yeah he was supposed to uh to to, to play deathstroke had they ever yeah. released and i've seen screen grabs had they ever actually released footage of
1: that if they did, it would have been leaked online, but I've only Even, seen the production photos.
2: Somebody should leak it. <laughs>
1: yeah, They, should, they it. should
2: leak it, and then Warners will be like, Ben Affleck, we made a huge mistake. We want you to come back and make a standalone Batman movie starring you. and <laughs> Like, You know what I'm saying? That's a it's non-zero
0: probability that that happens within yeah. the next 15 years. Oh, 100%. That's never going to happen. Plus,
2: Ben Affleck, it sounds like Ben Affleck is just totally fine making freaking dad movies and just being... Mr. Jennifer Lopez and, and being a dad and just killing life. He's just killing it, man. He's getting dunking and hanging out and vibing, making great movies with his buddies. I'm the biggest Ben
1: Affleck supporter.
2: Yeah, man. But he's generally easy to root for.
1: (laughs) But yeah, that, I don't know. I think I'm not surprised with then everything with Ezra Miller And then just the director changing that this movie was a bit of a clutter. I mean, I feel like if there's a movie.
2: Is it not more reason to just release Batgirl? Like, just release it. I I don't I really am so like if it doesn't matter in the grand scheme anyways, like why take a bath with all that money anyways? Like why try to try to recoup some of that? And I don't know.
0: I think they get a write-off for it like a tax write-off for it that's ridiculous you gotta be kidding me really <laughs> i think that was the what the decision. Heck, man
2: what a oh, what a racket are you serious
0: Ta- yeah background tax write-off i believe you yeah i wanted a larger tax write-off here's oh. what
1: i here's what i will say though to your point um drew i yes. do think that they should release the movie because I don't know if you guys remember there's this small movie called New Mutants. That was supposed to come out back in like 2016 and it was, it was filmed and everything and it never came out but then it finally released to streaming. It's an X-Men movie that like nobody knows about, but they there was like a whole thing like there was a whole marketing campaign for this movie to release in theaters. Never happened. And then during Covid it just hit streaming. So I think like just do it. you I don't- you well, could do you that so- with the background, like you could put it on HBO Max or I, Max. There's
2: just a part of me there, there. There's a part of me that empathizes so hard with that whole cast and that whole crew. Like, I just went to this, like, nobody cares, but quick tangent just went to this filmmakers <laughs> networking event last night. A friend of mine has their own um, studio. And it's a warehouse studio with a bunch of different sets. So they had this huge setup with cranes and cameras. It was freaking crazy. It was amazing. And I was just checking people in at the door. And then they had cinematographers come in and do like classes and stuff. And they opened it up to questions. It was dope. Long story longer. There's so much that goes in to making these things. And I know that people are well compensated. I know that. I know people make a lot of money but people invest their lives, their time, their energy, their heart and their souls into trying to nail this stuff and do they always nail it? No. And they're never going to bat a thousand. Nobody's batting a thousand. Martin Scorsese's not batting a thousand. Peter Jackson's not batting a thousand. It just it doesn't happen like that. But so much goes into it, you already shot it. It's in the can. You spent all this money you owe it to the people that you paid to build this world, this story, to let the world see it. They want the world to see it. Like, I, I don't know. I, that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, and that poor actress. Like, imagine that. Imagine getting the call that you, the, you were going to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. And now you're not.
1: Yeah, you were gonna that's. going to have the it.
2: action figures and kids were going to look up to you. You were going to be a role model. You were going to be the face of, like, your own, like, franchise. And I don't know, man. I, I, I That just doesn't sit well with me. They should release it. If if The Flash had come out and been a total A-plus, home run, knock it out of the park, insane, like, maybe I wouldn't feel so strongly. But The Flash was fine. It was fine, and now y'all are telling me about The production problems and the visual effects that took one week, just release Batgirl. You owe it to those 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 creatives. You owe it to those people. You owe it to the cast. You owe it to the crew. Just release it. Let people see it. If they want to see it, yeah, stream it. And then nobody has to pay for it. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't disagree with you at all because I mean, I think Brendan Fraser is also supposed to be in the movie. It was supposed to be a movie about what? Firefly. It was her what? fighting Firefly. Which... I mean, I would have gotten behind it. There was one production photo that they showed, and it was her in her costume, and it looked great. I mean, it, it looked like it was like teenage Barbara Gordon, like making her Batgirl costume, which was always an interesting run in the comics that they did. They did it after the New Fifty Two, but I, I don't know. I yeah, would, I would watch the movie, but
2: yeah, well, I, I just, I don't under, I don't know. I, don't I think
1: if Ezra Miller can commit crimes and get his movie released, you That's, can definitely also, release The also, Batgirl. It,
2: again, yeah. It, it, if if you're going to release a film with all those kinds of production issues that cost a bajillion dollars, and it comes out and it just sort of is fine.
0: I don't Didn't Mel Gibson way. rip off like the entire Jewish community? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Didn't know. Mel Gibson rip off a bunch of people and like he still know, is just know. getting movies released.
2: Well, I mean, I, I he definitely. I mean, he definitely has said he had a D, obviously a DUI arrest where he said a lot of very 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 bad things about um, the Jewish community. Yeah, um, and then there very, also years later, yeah. he yeah he had like his phone calls or voicemails leaked to his girlfriend, and that was also. Not great. <laughs>
1: um, yeah,
2: he's still making movies. He's absolutely still making movies. That is, yeah, true. definitely. <laughs> That's
1: definitely. just Hollywood. Yeah, yeah Mel I Gibson.
2: So, I don't know. In short, <laughs> I thought The Flash was entertaining and super weird and tonally all over the place with moments that will make you gut laugh and cry but will also literally have you going what is happening <laughs> um, yeah i think people should go see it i do think it's worth seeing in theaters i think it's fun i don't know if it's good <laughs> that's about all i can say about it
1: the only way i can describe it is it's a Good bad comic book movie. Like this is one of those like good bad comic book movies where it's like it's it's okay. definitely a bad comic book movie, but I okay. mean it's good enough for like you're entertained to watch. I can
2: I can, I can level with you there. Yeah,
1: yeah. What do you think? Cal? It's kind of like Spider Man Three.
2: Oh uh, yeah, but I enjoyed. It. Like, I would say Flash is better than Spider Man Three, only because Spider Man 3's expectations were. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if the... I know people were, were really hyping up The Flash as the greatest superhero movie ever. Um. But Spider-Man 2, at the time, was the greatest superhero movie ever. And there wasn't much debate about it. Like, you really couldn't say it any other way. So. Yeah. That's um, true. Plus, I just cannot get over emo, funky Peter Parker. Like, I just... <laughs> I'll never i'll never get be able to get over that Ooh, yeah. here's a question for you what's better x-men 3 or the flash
1: x-men 3 not X-Men even a 3. competition the flash, the flash. okay maybe the like again.
0: objectively objectively the flash is probably better but I can't i
1: love the x-men, X-Men. I'm just saying. You
2: like X-Men. X-Men 3? I can't do it. I love X-Men 1, and I love X2, X-Men United. I think that is a truly underrated masterpiece of a superhero movie. But X-Men 3 upsets me so much. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a fan. I Objectively,
0: The Flash is a better movie. But like, I love Ian McKellen, and I love Hugh Jackman, and I love Patrick Stewart.
2: That's what makes X-Men 3 so frustrating
1: i don't even think i don't even think objectively the flash is a good movie that's just me but i mean i have so many issues I like within. your
2: honesty will i like your willingness to be honest on your own show <laughs>
1: hey i'm not getting paid by anyone to like promote these movies so there's my Fair enough, brutal you opinion have
2: barack obama over your, your left shoulder which is pretty sweet i think that's cool as heck. It is. That's a, that's a low key flex. I, I like it. The whole time I've just been kind of looking over like, wow, Jeepers. Look at Will. <laughs> he approves podcast. We're just going to say Barack
0: Obama endorses our podcast. Yeah, let's go. I'll just Here say we that. go. I bet,
2: Barack o- I bet Barack Obama would want you to release Batgirl. I, I really think Barack Obama would be banging that drum.
0: <laughs> Let me be clear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was good,
1: <laughs> but I don't know. Do we have uh, any other thoughts or?
2: I got nothing. It was a it was a weird, fun, strange movie. I, I that's the other thing is I don't I don't know about you guys. It wasn't super predictable. Maybe eventually, but there was a point in the movie where I went, "Yeah, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I have no idea." Yeah. I don't know where this is going. I don't know how it's going to resolve itself. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, Yeah. I and I could not say that about Ant-Man 3 at all. When I walked into Ant-Man 3, as soon as it started, I went, I know exactly how this movie ends. <laughs> I know exactly what's yeah. going to happen. Facts.
1: Yeah, Marvel's just becoming too predictable nowadays. I do think, though, like we're at the era where DC is more entertaining than Marvel for most of its stuff. Secret Invasion, Cal and I oh, are we right. I've
2: got to do some, some stuff. I've not seen Secret Invasion yet.
1: Highly recommend. Only one episode out Sweet. right now. All
2: right, cool. All right. That's what's up. Nice. But, Very good. What? Yeah. Okay, real quick question for you two, selfishly. What movie that is still slated to come out this summer are you most excited to see? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Will?
1: Is it summer or can I do for the rest of the year?
2: Uh, Cal, would your answer change if if we did it for end of the year?
1: Probably then Dune. Mine okay. would be Dune. So Dune.
2: All right, Will. So what's your end of summer?
1: I mean, it's gonna be. I'll Cal said Oppenheimer. I'll yeah. say, I'll say Barbie just to say a different Barbie? answer. <laughs> what's yours?
0: Indy five gotta be. <laughs>
2: no, oh, I, I was hyped, but. Yeah, it's just it. Uh, the, I guess the the rumors have just have not been super stellar. By the I'm still gonna go see it, but yeah. I've yeah, I got amazing things. Um, I am so excited to see the new Ninja Turtles movie. I knew you. Were... Oh my god, dude! Every time that trailer comes on when I'm in the theater, I get Just way too, like, obnoxiously too excited. Like, it's, I'm just like, this movie is going to be so sick. The animation is sick. The voice acting, I love that they are actually teenagers. They are legitimately teenagers. I think that movie is going to rip so hard. I am beyond excited. Sorry, I just very selfishly asked you guys what you were excited for, because I only wanted to talk about Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I literally just wanted your audience to know that I am excited about that.
0: Um, our audience is our mom, so now my mom knows that you're excited for Ninja Turtles.
2: I Mission accomplished, although uh, Oppenheimer looks
0: Good God, terrifying, but so great. Yeah. Like, I watched the th- Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. That, that trailer came on, and I was like, wow. Oh, Lord, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I know. And you but you're like, I
0: I have to go see that at IMAX. And I
2: have to sit yeah. right dead center and absorb yeah. all of it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, yeah, Oppenheimer's probably the right answer. Barbie looks like a trip though.
1: It, it's gonna be something. Yeah. I, I'm excited I mean, just to see my person uh what's his name ryan gosling he's my dude ryan
2: gosling the baby goose is so great i love him and everything he's so good
1: also now your mom
2: knows love ryan gosling (laughs) oh
0: everybody i would be mad at my mom if she didn't love ryan gosling (laughs) yeah we're my
2: buddies just talking the other day about how uh how he just absolutely steals every scene he's in and remember the titans that's like the first thing you ever see him in (laughs) he just crushes it he's a total dweeb He's a legend. Legend. Anyways, I don't
0: want to keep you guys... Um,
2: Yeah, go see The Flash. It's entertaining and weird and fun.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly, indeed.
0: Unless
2: you're Will, in which case, don't go see it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, unless if you don't want to get mad at the end of the movie, then (laughs) don't go watch this. Because I did, but that's just me. Well... I guess that's all we have next week. Yeah, we got Indy 5. Um, we'll probably talk about... Well, Secret Invasion, Cal and I might just do a series wrap on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll nice. We'll see what news comes out. Yeah, well, there's still a lot happening. I am
2: uh, down to join whenever, but if you are planning to review Ninja Turtles... <laughs> <laughs> I we know who to call. I I just I don't know if you know. I don't know if you guys heard, but I'm very <laughs> excited for that. I don't know. It's just when April and Neil goes, and, um, nobody's seen his face because he kills them, and they're all like, "Oh, oh, oh cool!" And it's just like, "No, not cool." And Raphael Raphael just goes, eh, "Be cool." <laughs> I'm like. This movie's gonna rip. I I don't know. I just I love uh, subtle voice acting. I think Spider Verse nails that, where it's not. It's more conversational. And there's like little quippy sort of things. It's not traditional or like conventional conversation.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I know that they wanted uh, Chris Pratt to do Leonardo. I'm
2: just kidding. Of course I'm they wanted. I'm just kidding.
0: You're the worst, dude. You're they the worst. They actually cast they cast ryan reynolds the person to play a turtle <laughs>
2: i mean i don't hate it guy has the deadpool katana thing so you know yeah.
1: gosh working out but yeah that's all we got this week um we will talk to you guys next week adios so, thank you drew me.
2: appreciate you fellas